coming to you raw and unscripted. Beaming across Ontario and beyond to places like Young and Eglinton, Barry's Bay, St. Catharines and Sudbury. This is the Real Hickson Real Estate Podcast. Whether you're listening on your commute or putting on your suit, whether it's your morning stroll or you're on patrol, you just finished prayer or drop the kids at daycare, you're in the bar, your car, or listening with a bathroom door ajar, near or far, this is the Jess and Jero Show. Grateful for flattery and prone to inaccuracies. This is your guide to Toronto culture, people, events, news, but most importantly, real estate talk. Yes, hello guys, we are back. Welcome back to the Hickson Real Estate Podcast, where we try to bring you news. We try to bring you information. What else do we bring, Jess? Fun. Fun! We bring fun. Yes, we do. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's a serious business, but we do try and make it as fun. I mean, it should be fun, right? Yeah. It's, it's stressful, but it's yeah, fun. It's more stressful for us. than Yes, everything. it's stressful for us as well. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. We feel all your emotions. Right. We feel all the emotions. Uh, so this week, we're going to talk about the basics of real estate buying, Jess. Mm-hmm. See, what we found is the more people we talk to about buying real estate and, and, and et cetera, the, the more we realize that they don't really know anything. Yeah, no sometimes. one taught, was taught in school. What? And I feel like uh, a lot of people are embarrassed. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, and it's not embarrassing. So, like, here's the thing. You learn your mathematics in school. You learn English. You learn languages. You learn all these different kinds of things. But what don't you learn, Jess? You don't learn about real estate, do you? No. You don't know how to do taxes. No. Or save financial planning. Or save financial planning. And... Investing. Investing. Any of this stuff. I think they do now. But, but you know what they do teach you? Pythagoras' theorem. Yeah. And I've sure. probably used that a thousand times in my life. Yeah, I used it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're here to do is tr- we're trying to educate. We're trying to get you guys to a point where you need to be and understand where you need to go. Uh, first off, I want to say happy family day. Yes, a different type of family day. but Different one. type of family day, definitely. Um, but I think as... a little pe- people are a little too sick of their families right now. What are <laughs> you talking about? Everyone is so time. happy with the quality time. It's another yes, day family. full of quality time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like every day in COVID is family day. Yes. Yes. Well, and I'm sure the ones with the little kiddos wouldn't mind... Uh, Throwing their kids back to school today. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a few of them out there. Uh, okay, what's happening in the in the in the market, Jess? What's going on? That is where the real crazies are. <laughs> that is where the real crazies are. Okay, so first off, uh, the condo market is coming back. For all you who are wondering out there, we saw a massive decline since March last year in condos. Not only in days on market, they sat a lot longer, but price reductions. Um, you know, a lot of people were selling their condos. They didn't know what was happening. Like a lot of people were uh, leaving, especially downtown. Mm-hmm. And this is a trickle on effect. It starts in downtown and trickles onto the rest of the GTA. Yeah. 
Um, you know, a lot of people leaving their rentals, they go back home, they're not, they're not studying, international students, all those kind of different kind of reasons. Um, paying too much, people are allowed to, to, to work at home. So they, they moved out and the investors were trying to cash out. Right? Yeah. Um, but they're coming we've, back. We've seen it in the in the first month in January. We saw actually some some records broken for uh, showings in condos, especially downtown. Mm, yeah. Um, and it's really starting to come back now. We have offer presentations, and which explain that to those who that are not. So offer presentations is traditionally you'd put it up. Maybe you'd list it. Of, you know, one to three percent higher than what you want it, and people would come in, and you would kind of go back between one seller and one buyer and you were trying to come to an agreement and accept that offer. But in a buyer presentation date, um, they will probably give five, six or seven days on the market. At a lower price. At a lower price. Um, and the lower price is to attract more, more buyers. buyers. Because if you, let's say it's listed for 599 and your your uh, budget is 610, you're thinking, oh, great, 599, this is great. But in Not actual really. fact... They uh, they probably want maybe closer to seven or over seven. Not even want. Like it is worth It is that, worth that much, right. So, but it's to get the people yeah. in the door. So just remember that if it's too good to be true, it generally is. And, uh, you know, instead of three people that can actually afford it, they maybe get 10, 12, 15 people that are all vying for it. And um, mm-hmm. the one thing that we know as agents when it comes to these offer presentation dates, we don't know what's in the offer. We don't know any contents, any conditions. Nothing. All we know is it's an offer. So we get our emails um, these days. We get a lot of emails when the offer comes in, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll have our phone blow up, and it'll say fifteen offers on a on a place registered. And when you think about that, and you go to offer, you're not going to offer under under list price. No. You're not even going to offer list price. No, they're expecting an over asking. They're expecting over asking. So that's how that works. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of what's coming back. But to segue that, what's happening in the house market, Jess, still? Oh, that to uh, uh, times a million. <laughs> that times a million. We have... Very little inventory. Very little inventory. Lots of active buyers. Lots of active buyers. Um, and, you know, especially townhouses, uh, semis, houses. You know, there's, there's certain uh, people that want to downsize and certain people that are living in condos that want to get a house. So it's a concentrated market. Yeah, and the it? Toronto market was slow, especially this fall. Yeah. People still going out to the outer suburbs, but now they're back in the city. We've had situations this week with 25 offers on a home, mm-hmm, 29 mm-hmm. offers on a home. So. But here's the crazy thing. I was out in Ajax, which is quite a hot neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And even in the fall, when it was slower, where we're still getting well, three or I four mean. offers Toronto on Toronto was slow, but the outer yeah. suburbs yeah. were busy. That's right. But, but now, Toronto had a moment of quiet. Right. And and it's always like, you know, retrospectively, isn't it? It's like, oh, well, I thought I didn't want to compete then, but now you're competing a lot more. Yeah. So just remember, guys, when you're trying to predict the market, know that if you know what the market is today, just remember it could be worse in the future. Could be better as well, for sure. Yeah. But always, uh, you know, if you're trying to time it, just just know that if you're comfortable to work in the market today, then do it today. Don't wait, you know? Yeah. Well, you're never going to outsave the market. Never going to outsave the market. Okay. So let's, so let's jump into this, this buying process, buying real estate for beginners. The fun stuff. Where do we start, Jess? Okay. So number one, we have to talk money. So you have to figure out what you can afford. 
So the best thing to do is to speak to the bank that you are comfortable with or a mortgage broker that you are are referred to by us or somebody else you know. We have some guys. Um, we'll always refer out one to two to three, just depending on who we like at the yeah. time and, and who's buying us bottles of wine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and once you know what money you're working with, then it's a lot easier to start the search because maybe you can afford more than you thought you could. Exactly. It really all comes down to um, the monthly carry. Um, you know, a half a million dollar mortgage is scary as hell. Mm-hmm. But with the, especially with the rates down right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're buying a condo, for example, the taxes are, you've got to take them into account. And the maintenance fees, as long as they're low, you could you'd actually be quite surprised. I think we've said, we've always said this before that uh, you'd be surprised, um, especially with rents a couple of years ago, how high they were mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, what a, what a monthly carry for a mortgage would cost. It's, you'd be surprised. Okay. So we've gone to our trusted, uh, bank lender or a alternative lender or our mortgage broker and the mortgage broker does shop your, your rate out, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't cost anything to open a file. Um, the mortgage broker actually makes commission on, um, getting your mortgage through it through a lender so you don't have to pay them anything it's not going to cost you anything um and they will give you a really good uh, it's a guide isn't it jess it's not it's not like a set in stone thing no it's an idea of what you may be able to yeah. comfortably yeah. for now the pre-approvals um are uh, valid for 90 days generally and uh yeah and they and as i said they don't they're not like they don't guarantee you a mortgage no. they do especially if you're you're um your job changes, or if you make big purchases, that always affects the you, you know the end result. But uh, basically, they they give you a pretty good guide. Yeah. So then, from that point, uh, you're able to search for properties. Mm-hmm. You come to your trusted realtor, either Jiro or Jess at Ixon Real Estate, <laughs> and um, we then kind of uh, detail your criteria. You know, like let's look at areas. Let's um, you know, we got a lot of fun tools that yeah. we're able to use and what really are your wants? What narrow are your down. Needs? Yep. Do you need parking? Is it a deal breaker? Um, locker um, for condos and stuff, and and for houses, it's a lot more finicky. Um, there's a lot more like details that are probably required. Um, but yeah, we get a good idea of, of what you're into, and and we also try to keep you um, your expectations managed. That's maybe what you want. Isn't uh, what we can get you. But it could be in five years. Could be in five years. <laughs> if you get into the market now. That's right. Let's not forget, guys. You don't, you're not going to buy your dream home straight away. You're buying something small. If you listen to our last podcast, we detailed the story of Jess and I through our real estate journey. And you, if you haven't listened to it yet, please go and listen to it. We're starting small. Baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. When you buy your first car... When you're 16, 17, do you go out and buy a Porsche? No. Maybe if you're rich. I don't yeah. buy your, your parents buy it. More, yeah. But what are you going to do? You're going to go buy not. a Corolla or something, you know, uh, something you get there. A starter, exactly. Um, so we will, you know, show you through all the properties. Um, and don't forget, guys, just because we don't go out and see them doesn't mean we're not going through a whole host of options. I think a lot of people want to see exactly and everything that's out there. Yeah. But um, just remember that we, in a lot of cases, we'll go through 50, 100, sometimes more properties and we'll eliminate a lot of them for you, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, you know, we know also that you're going to go and search for yourself, even though we're sending you stuff. 
you don't want that feeling of like, oh, I'm missing out. We're really not omitting anything from you. It's not, it, does, it doesn't serve anything for us. No, but it, it's fun for everyone to look at houses. Anyone, yeah. Anyone's favorite pastime yeah. so, is going on, yeah, exactly, on the exactly. website. You know, you want control. You know, everyone, yeah. you know, in, in 2021 yeah. believes they can do that. But there may the be details on those listings that they don't show that maybe right. we and know. What we just them. mentioned is offer presentations. Yes, that doesn't And we get, get it shown all the, the time. People are like, oh, wow, this place is only $5.99. Well, actually, yeah. the offer presentation's in three days. Yeah. The comparable sales are around 700 or beyond. So yeah. that's that's the kind of thing that we know. Uh, we can see maintenance fees. Just remember, there's a lot of things that we can see, pretty, pretty crucial, crucial stuff. We can see the history of the property. Mm-hmm. If it's been relisted, uh, you know, we can kind of get a grasp of um, what the seller maybe wants. Yeah, you know? but... I wouldn't stop people from looking themselves. Because, no, you know, do not. And then we, we know you them I- too. We get an idea of what you like too by what exactly, you exactly. Us. So if you are going to look, guys, uh, definitely go realtor.ca. That's a direct mirror to MLS, which is uh, what the realtors use. Um, of course, you don't have all the information like sold prices, but um, you can. There are some websites that do have uh, yeah, that. Yeah, there's but a it's lot just more. not that reliable. The third-party websites are good. Um, they have some historical data. I know like how Sigma people like, um, look, they do have useful data, but just remember that those third party websites, apart from Milter.ca, they can be outdated. It's, uh, even, you know, when I say outdated, it could just be a couple of days, but that's all that it takes for you to go and waste your time looking into a property mm-hmm. uh, and all that kind of stuff. So, all right. So we go through the rent, uh, the, uh, the search process and then we, uh, go and go and look at places. Mm-hmm. So even during COVID, guys, we have a lot of protocols in place. Um, you know, we're still able to see properties. Um, some tenants, tenanted places might be a little more difficult to go and see. Um, there's a lot more restrictions, which is which is fair to the tenants. Um, but in general, it's 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 pretty easy to go and see a place. You know, you wear gloves, wear masks, you hand sanitize, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty safe. Yeah, pretty pretty safe and healthy process. Um, after all, the world the world must go on in in those kind of certain situations. Mm-hmm. And we are essential. We are we are essential. <laughs> Thanks, Trudeau. Uh, okay, so let's say we looked through a hundred hundred places, and and we went to visit a few properties, and and you found the one, Jess. You found it. It's the one. It's beautiful. You, you want it. said yes to the dress. You said yes to the dress. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so what happens? We put in an offer. Put in an offer. Okay, so what does that kind of uh, just quickly look like? We decide the purchase price that you want to start with, okay. the date you'd like to take possession, some mm-hmm. of the conditions that will be needed. Mm-hmm. financing and inspection yep. status yep. certificate review by a lawyer that's for condos so they in condos there's status certificate which has all of the uh, the board that actually manages the condo on behalf of all the owners it has uh, the reserve funds and stuff like yeah, the special health levies of the building. yeah are they going to go replace all of the carpets and is that going to be a special levy on top of the maintenance fees yeah um, the maintenance fees will generally take care of most of the maintenance of the the units, but um, you know, sometimes that happens. So we will, uh, we would always give that to a lawyer to review all that kind of stuff. But before all of that, let's just talk about how the offer actually gets presented. 
So we, we usually email the offer to the listing agent. Now they can do a few things. When we've emailed it to them, we give them a time frame. It's called an irrevocable time. We can give it till midnight. We can give it to the next day. Uh, if it's a high pressure situation, you might give a few hours. But either way, we've given them an offer for the conditions, that's the price that we've come up with. Then they have a few options. They can either accept it as is, which is unlikely, but it happens. They can counter it, which means that then they give a new irrevocable. It's now irrevocable by them to us, and then we can accept it, or they can just let it die, which basically means that they don't like the offer, they don't want to work with it, and when the irrevocable time comes up, then the deal dies, and that's it. So now let's talk about conditions. And um, and so how do the conditions work, Jess? Uh, well, it depends on what the condition is. But normally, in standard practice, it's about five days to get okay. your financing in order and to get a home inspector in to review the property, right. go through all the major criteria, and get an idea if it's a viable purchase. Right. So once we get an accepted offer, that's when the whole process starts. Mm-hmm. That's when you get five business days to, to take that... Remember how we talked about the pre-approval? This is where you'd now take an accepted offer and give that to your mortgage guy and he would look it over and he would actually get a commitment letter and the commitment letter is actually the commitment from the banks or the lenders. Yes. And that means that on the closing day, which is you know usually 60 days, but it can be 30, it can be 90, that's the day that you actually get the keys. That's when the, uh, the banks will give you your money, basically, mm-hmm. for your mortgage. So, um, okay, so let's just backtrack a little bit. So when you get the accepted offer, we've basically agreed on a lot of terms, as mm-hmm. you said. Um, the buyer wants this, the seller wants that, blah, blah, blah. The negotiation yeah. The negotiation happens, and we do that. This is the big stuff, guys. You know, like the searching properties things, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Now we get into the guts of it. There's a lot of pages. It's a lot of boring reading, and we will send you these documents, and we get you to sign them. And, uh, you know, of course, if you have any questions, you, you ask us along the way. Uh, but generally, we do set you up before all of this. We give you a, a really good idea of how it goes, goes down. But um, then we, yeah, then we get the accepted offer. And what's the first thing that happens? First thing is deposit, right? Well, within 24 hours, yes. So within an accepted offer, and in COVID, it can be up to two business days sometimes, um, you will have to take... Generally 5%, right, Jess? Sometimes more, sometimes yeah, less. Yeah, um, de- A good, a good yeah. number is. And the deposit's actually part of your down payment. And it's just, it's to tend to the deal. That's what they call it. Yeah. Tending to it. And when you tend to it, it means that it, it kind of like secures that deal. Mm-hmm. Right? So within 24 hours, you guys, uh, you know, whatever the purchase price is, make get about 5% of that. And, uh, or roughly... And uh, we, are, we have to get a little bank draft or a, or a wire transfer these days. Yeah. Into And that goes to the uh, listing brokerage. It gets held in trust. Gets held in trust. And uh, yeah, and then you sign. You sign. That's part of the offer as well, the Schedule B, mm-hmm. where you sign all about that. And uh, they hold it for the remainder of that deal. Okay, so that, that, that then locks you in. So that's when the conditions start. The financing condition, as we said, um, five days. Sometimes it's less. And we, when we talk about um, offer presentation, guys, sometimes people go in firm. That's actually most times. Most times people go in firm, and that's that is an advantage to the seller. But explain what firm means. Firm means no conditions, so no financing conditions. So, 
you know, maybe uh, your mortgage guy is like, yeah, you can you can afford up to eight hundred thousand, but not you, a penny more. But not a penny more, and uh, you're you're uh, got a firm bill for like seven twenty. That's a pretty comfortable position, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it also means that um, you know you're you're waiving stuff like inspections. Yes. Okay. Um, status review certificates, as, as we said, um, in condos, and and this is when it gets crazy when you when you really want to edge out the competition. That's kind of what you have to do sometimes. Um, so we've got the conditions, whether it's firm or whether you have conditions, we'll ride that out. And basically, um, as you get the go ahead from your mortgage broker or your lender, and as you get it, the go ahead from the lawyer after they've reviewed the status. Or, or the inspector in, in this case, they'll, the inspector will come to you uh, in the case of a house. The inspector will come to you and show you, you know, what might need fixing, what's not really an issue, what might have to be replaced in 10 years, yeah. uh, in two years, all that kind of stuff. And, and it's really up to you at that point how comfortable you are with it. That's all it really comes down to. Because if yeah. you are comfortable, then you you'll waive ahead. the conditions or you will fulfill the conditions. Mm-hmm. So we, we send that, that's another little form. We send it to the listing uh, uh, agent and, and that's it. And then you get a firm deal. So uh, what happens, Jess, from, uh, from getting the firm deal? What's that in between? So in between the time between, between the, the sale firming up. And the time between between the time? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you want to go again for that? <laughs> guys, this, guys, this is raw. This is live. Like this is unedited. <laughs> so continue, Jess. Sorry. So in that time, there's a lot of behind the scenes action that you're not really a part of as the buyer. The lawyers talk to the, to the seller's lawyer and they understand like property taxes. If anything's been unpaid, it has to be dealt with. And, um, just like the transfer of the title, all stuff that really you wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to worry about. They're going to ask you what who's living in the home what's the information they need anyways they they go through all that stuff with you it's very simple and it's not a big deal the, they the, check the title of the, the land. worst part of the whole thing is when they ask you to bring in a check that's right <laughs> that's right that's right uh, yeah um and yeah. the mortgage broker same kind of story they organize all the financing they make sure everything's in order they'll repull your credit just before please don't buy a car don't do any big purchases guys get a brand new visa because they're giving t-shirts away when you sign up for a visa don't do it just <laughs> that sounds like something you may have done in the past jess you used to be able to do that at raptor games or right. blue jay games right. if you wanted you get hard hits on your credit don't you yeah if you wanted uh, a brand new t-shirt with your favorite sports team's logo that's kind of sounds like me if i was like you know wrapped up in the third quarter we're blowing out the box or something like that, and, <laughs> which I can't afford the tickets to those games, but well, you know, they, they come along and I've yeah. had a couple of beers. Yeah. No, you'd be surprised. And they show me this shiny visa and they, yeah. I just see this t-shirt. Yeah. You would be surprised how many people get a new visa because of a t-shirt. Right. So just don't do that. Don't, and, uh, don't, don't, don't go, don't go on a, on a trip. Like it seems like such a small thing, but yeah. even just going on a big trip and putting that chunk yeah. on your visa. Yeah, just save it. Save it for later. After save closing, later. do whatever you got to do. That's, That's right. fine. Let us buy you the champagne. We buy you the champagne. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. After the fact, go away for three months as long as you continue to pay your mortgage. It's That's fine. Right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So in between that, we also um, will go for a couple buyer's visits. Mm-hmm. Come in and... So, so just to get an idea, this, as we said before, this period's kind of like... As soon as 30 days, because generally lawyers need at least like 20, 21, 21 yeah. days, 30 days 
to do what they need to do. Um, but this was all decided in the offer anyways. It's between 30 days, as we said before, typically 60 days. Sometimes it could be 90 days or longer, kind of. Yeah, 120. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really, in this market, it's what the seller prefers, really, yeah. to be honest. Right. But yep. that can be negotiated. Yeah, and all, that's a leverage thing as well, mm-hmm. right? Like someone someone has to leave something on the table, you know, both sides do, so. Yeah, but when we organize a buyer's visit, uh, you can go in and maybe bring your parents if they haven't yep. seen the property yet. So you get two, two buyer's visits. One we like to do, you know, you do it pretty pretty quickly. You get yeah. very excited about the place, and you want to go and measure up and yeah, um, start buying some furniture. You get your augmented apps where you start measuring in space mm-hmm. on your phone. What works? And yeah. You start virtually and staging it as you one a.m. pregame. <laughs> yeah. In the bed. Also, don't buy any furniture at the brick, and then don't pay till twenty twenty four because that also is not gonna That's be gonna good on your, credit. Yeah. <laughs> your credit. So. Just chill out, guys. <laughs> chill out. Yeah. If you're gonna buy a car, buy it in cash. <laughs> cash that maybe the government doesn't know about. I don't know. Don't say that. I mean, no, we don't endorse those <laughs> things, but I'm just saying, like. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> And then the final buyer's visit, we usually like to have two or three days before closing. We check the water pressure. Yeah. We check there's no leaks. There's no damage. There's no problems that we didn't see. Okay, let's first say run. that we agreed in the offer to include the fridge, the stove, the uh, the microwave and this and that. And you get there a few days before closing and the microwave's not there. So what happens? Yeah, that's when we would let the lawyers know. That yeah. something is amiss and then they would handle it for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why it's important. Like we really are very diligent going through the offers and really setting out and agreeing on all of these really specific terms. It's not just price. It's not just closing date. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, spe- a lot of, a lot of specifics in this yeah. offer. But it's just one last final time before the property is officially in your hands. So you want to make sure everything is working. Yeah. And if it's not like they, you know, they have the option, the lawyer speaks to the the seller's lawyer and it's like, okay, you know, they either bring it back. Maybe the the sellers didn't know that it was included in the offer um, or they can offer like a monetary value sometimes as well, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's really important to just do that one final walkthrough. Yeah. And make sure it's all, uh, all kosher as they say. Yeah. And then uh, the day of closing comes. Normally, a couple days before closing, you'll sign your paperwork and, and bring in the... Right. The, so you don't even have to go to a lawyer's office these days. I mean, at least the lawyers that we use. Yeah, it's normally... They'll online. do like a, the Zoom. They'll get you to print out some stuff and sign it in front of the camera, showing your ID and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they'll organize the wire transfers for the deposit and, and all that. And then on the day of closing, you get your keys. And, and you, you get your really scary statement of adjustments, <sighs> which includes like the deposit, you know, the mortgage that came from the lender and minus uh, the, the, the cost of the lawyer and, and land transfer tax. So talk about the closing costs, Jess. Yes. This is the scary bit. Not scary. It's, it's just, it's, it's essential. Part, it's it's unavoidable. It's part of it. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing worth mentioning is us as realtors, buyer realtors, we don't actually cost you anything. Believe it or not, we don't cost you a penny. The seller actually pays both sides, the listing agent and the buying agent, from uh, the profits that they uh, they make on the, on, the, on the sale. Okay, so how much is a lawyer going to cost us? Um, between $1,500 and $2,000. Okay, okay. Average. And that covers all, all the disbursements and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the slightly more scary one, the land transfer tax. 
Well, that's a percentage based on the purchase price and the location of where the property is. Right. So it's a scalable uh, number. So there are mortgage, uh, there's land transfer calculators available online. Yep. Or you just ask us and we can do it for you. Okay. And it means uh, different in Toronto to everywhere else, doesn't it? Yes. There's a municipal and a provincial. So mm-hmm. if you're in the city of Toronto, then there's there's two. Yeah. Toronto is that cool, apparently, guys. <sighs> it is so cool, you got to pay for it twice. Yeah. Well, that's just one of the, the factors of living in the city. But it's fine. Uh, that can be calculated easily. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you definitely have to know because you have to pay that up front. That's not mortgaged yep. money. And you, you only have to pay it on the buying side. Yes. Yeah, so you do that. Um, you know, you don't have to pay anything like HST or anything, unless of course it's it's a brand new build. Um, but in all the resale, uh, that kind of stuff's covered. So it's there's not too many scary fees. Some scary fees. <laughs> the biggest one is your deposit, which yeah. maybe ten percent, it may be twenty percent, depending on. Okay, so the down payment and the deposit, like usually twenty percent. Okay, uh, if it's anything less than twenty percent, it becomes an insured mortgage. Okay. So that means um, that it's insured like a subsidy from the government. Is that a good way of putting it? It's just a protection. A protection. An additional. And actually, in some cases, I think a lot of cases, you get a better rate because it is secured. Yes, but there is an additional fee on top. Right. So you do pay a premium. Yeah. Um, You know, there again, there is uh, calculators online. You can ask us. We can calculate it for you as well. Um, Okay. So you can put anywhere between 10 and 20%. Um... I don't think you could put any less than 10. 5% if it's less than 500,000. Right. Okay. So there you go. And uh, if it is in investment property, which it's not going to be if it's your first home, then uh, it has to be 20%, right? Mm-hmm. Minimum 20%. Um, but, uh, but the fun news is that first-home buyers do get a bit of a break, don't they? Yeah. So first off, um, as you're probably all aware, if you're not aware, then that's why we're here for you. Um, you can withdraw RSPs for your down payment. Up to 35000 per person. Right, up to 35000 per person, which is actually quite good. If you're in a couple and you've got a bunch of RSPs, uh, you can pull it out uh, tax-free, is it? Mm-hmm. Penalty-free. Um, that's the incentive. It does have to be paid back, I think, on yes. the sale on the home. On the resale of the home, you do have to pay it back or uh, after 20 years or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, um, you, you can look into a lot online, but, but basically that's what happens. They give you a break on your down payment and uh, also they give you a break on land transfer tax, don't they? Yeah. $4,000 per person. Yep. Yep. So, uh, it's not that scary guys. It's not, it's not crazy. It's it, better when you know the situation. Yeah. It really just comes down to, do I have enough money? Okay. Can I save enough money? Can I beg, borrow and steal? Okay. Yeah. Ask your parents. Make some sacrifices. We always talk about this stuff. If you were to say to someone, okay, you have to live a pretty crappy existence for the next five to ten years just so that you can live comfortably for the rest of your life, you know, however, however long that is, I think it's worth it. I think we all have to realize that, 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 that everyone deserves to buy their own real estate. For sure. And... You know, unfortunately, it's, a future it's not 20 years ago where it was a lot easier. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, in some cases, maybe where you start is uh, buying a, 
a small condo out in, in an outer suburb somewhere, mm-hmm. like a growing area, like Kitchen Waterloo. I always go on about that. For example, you can buy a two-bedroom. Last I looked, two-bedroom for around 350000 mm-hmm. okay? And you do the math on the rest of that. And mortgage rates are 1.7, depending on, on what you get, but that's that's around the average right now. And uh, the down payment, 35000 right? If you're doing 10%. If it's an investment property. If it's an yeah, investment property, it has to be 20%. Though. But, you know, you could live there and you just say, this is the sacrifice. We'll have to make the sacrifices to get there. And eventually, you sell that. You make some money on it. You've also put equity into it. And you move on to the next stop, the next, the next, the next. And, and 15, 10, 15 years time, depending on how well you do, you could be in a nice, uh, you know, three-bedroom townhouse or get a semi somewhere. And, uh, you know, you get exactly where you are. For sure. So we're here to just inspire. We're here to get you there. Yeah. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. So this is what we're preaching here, guys. And just remember, when you look on Blog.to and something's sold for a million dollars and it's it's a shed in the beaches somewhere or something like that, just remember, don't get angry. Don't say, how am I ever going to buy? Just be smart about it. Come to us. You need a plan. As I said, there's tiny, tiny little steps. Again, go back and listen to episode seven. Jess detailed exactly what she did. She really didn't start with a lot. And I know that it was cheaper back then, but it's all relative, right? It was scary for me. It scary wasn't, for you. It wasn't Still like, scary. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't scary. It was still a big And make little jump. steps, little yeah. steps, little steps. The, I guess the biggest question I'm always preaching this is ask yourself this question. Is there going to be more people in Toronto tomorrow than there were today? If the answer is yes, okay, and the way that it's trending, how everyone's coming back to the city now, whether that's investors or whether people can foresee, you know, um, education resuming and stuff like that in mm-hmm. the city or whether they, they know they're going to back to the office and they want to nab a downtown Well, let's apartment. hope we go back to normal. Yeah, I think we will. I think we will. But, but that's really what it is. And if you buy, for example, a condo right now, they are, it is the discount price. Um, I've got a couple of happy customers this year at least. And uh, that will grow. That will make them money. And yeah. they've they've begged and borrowed and steal and grinded and scrounged. They got the deposit together. And, you know, as I said, it might suck. You know, you might not be able to buy Uber Eats 20, 20 times a month, <laughs> you know. Might have to cook at home. You might have to disable that Amazon Prime account. <laughs> you know, the Netflix account. Yeah. And I know it sucks. And I know it's crap. But that's, if you're willing to make the sacrifice, it will pay dividends. 100%. 100%. And at the end of the day, if you compare it to stocks, just remember you can't you can't sleep in stocks, can you, Jess? No, that's not, that's the difference. I like stocks; they're fun. You can you know people have made money on it for sure. But let's let's do the real estate first. Let's get that down. Let's let's get you a place so you well, don't have to rent. You know, you always need shelter. What were you saying the other day? Someone was talking about like you technically are paying a mortgage. You know. That rent that you pay every month. Of course, you're paying somebody else's mortgage. You technically are paying a mortgage. And if you wonder if you can ever own own something, again, you kind of already are do- going through the motions of doing that. Obviously, you know, there's other fees and taxes. Yeah, and there's other expenses. But... Other expenses. But uh, it's uh, the opportunities it's there. It's better make to it pay work. somebody else your mortgage instead of paying somebody else. Exactly. At the end of exactly. the day. Or let somebody else pay your mortgage. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As I said, as a, as a 
a person we love out there used to always say, why don't you buy something, put a, put a renter in it and go and rent wherever the hell you want. Yeah. Maybe where you buy is not where you want to live. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. As long as you've got that, the bricks and mortar, wherever it is. Yeah. It's going to make money. And go and live wherever you want. Go live in your parents' basement. Put your ego aside. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. Just tell them in two years, this is my plan. This is my savings plan. Mate, could you please help me out as well? Maybe they can, maybe they can't. And uh, get to the next level. Get serious about it. And don't be embarrassed about no. real estate. No. And if you have questions that weren't answered, please. There is so many questions. Yeah. We, we are here to answer them. And there's no judgment. No judgment at all. Just remember, no one really taught us this stuff. That's what our job is right now. And we realized no one knows about this stuff. Well, maybe you know a little bit here and there, but it's really just such a complex process that it takes a lot of knowledge and skill to really integrate into your life. Yeah, right? and until you're going through it, you may not realize the questions that you have and the exactly. parts of it exactly. that you don't understand. Yeah. So that's so, what we're yeah. here. So uh, reach out. We're uh, obviously on Instagram at Hickson Real Estate. We're on Facebook. We're uh, on the internet, the webs, the internet websites. Interwebs. Interwebs, that's Hickson Real Estate. .ca. That's fun. You can see our pretty faces got profiles and listings and all that kind of stuff. And uh, otherwise, if you want to just hit us up on an email, Hickson Real Estate Team at gmail.com. So many ways to connect with us, Jess. Yeah, we love to chat. We love to chat. And guys, please like subscribe to this or whatever you have to do with a podcast. Like, share it out. and just subscribe. Yeah, that's right. You know what all the YouTubers say. Yeah, uh, this stuff will eventually be on YouTube, hopefully. All of it will be up. Um, share it out. Like it. Tell your friends. Because this is like really, this is really like, like, a, you know, a revelation, I would say. <laughs> to some people. First of its kind. The first of its kind. No, there's plenty <laughs> of people out there educating, but we just want to drive home the points. And we want to, Set you up for the future as well because you deserve it. You do. You young millennial you. Yeah. Don't let <laughs> Generation Z. And if you're not a millennial and you don't own, don't be defeated. There is always hope. There's always chance. All right, guys. Well, we will go into um, other podcasts about selling process. That's a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. But we hope we answered most of your questions today. And if we didn't, that's okay. That's okay. We have questions too. Every day we have questions, don't we, Jess? Mm-hmm. But learn. more answers than questions. Yeah. Which is well, good. you learn something new every day. Exactly. And every pro- every sale is different, and every client is different. Every client's different. So we're here for you. Some clients like care about the elevator. Yeah. If it's a quick elevator or not, when they have fear of elevators. <laughs> yeah. And this is not referring to anybody that I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Be specific. <laughs> no one's sisters. No one. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for listening. And uh, please reach out if you have any questions. See you later. Bye.